0: salutations (laughs) that's how i'm starting off the show (laughs) but uh anyway i want to say what's up to everyone that's tuned in thank you for tuning in into donnie's thoughts episode 14 i really appreciate the love i got a few things i want to talk about today but i don't know if you guys are ready because I'm, I'm going to just go in on a few topics that have really been bothering me over the past few days. But first and foremost, I want to thank all my sponsors, all my uh, supporters, and all my listeners. Without you guys, there would still be a me, because I'm me. But I'm just basically telling you all... I really appreciate the support. I know that you could be anywhere in the world listening, and you could have chose to listen to someone else, but I want to thank you all for taking the time out to listen to me. Seriously, from the bottom of my heart, man. I I really appreciate you all. Uh, And I'm doing horrible with my Twitter. Just want to give you guys a quick update. Uh, Yeah, I'm... I, I don't even know why I made a Twitter. I know I, why I made a Twitter. Because I want to reach out to as many people as I can. But I'm just so horrible. With the social media stuff, I, I, I honestly, how do people get all this attention on the internet, but in real life, they're like fucked up people? But anyway, um, that's another topic, but once again, thank you guys, and I really appreciate you all, I really do. Even if I just had one listener, I really appreciate that one listener. I'm just a, a a person that appreciates anybody taking out the time to listen to me. Thank you, and I appreciate you. I don't know how many times I can say that. All let right, right, let's, let's begin. Um quick thing this is going to make uh I, I think it's pretty funny personally um i got a weird sense of humor but today um you know i uh, I work right like all the rest of us but um it, it it's funny what happened today right so i have a co-worker and uh, he happens to be white right and he he's a older White person, like he's in his fifties, so you know there's a big age gap in his whiteness. He's like white for real, like like just if you think of a white person, it's him, right? In all sense of the word, right? <laughs> and <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny, but listen, I think I figured it out. I think there's something, and I'm and I listen, I. Listen, I love everyone, (laughs) white, black, brown, I love everyone, but just hear me out. I think it's something within white people that makes them nervous when they are around more than one black person. So today, we had a few black visitors come in, and, uh... He was nervous. And let me tell you why he was nervous and how I figured it out. So you know how you ask somebody how they're doing? You usually go, hey, how you doing, right? That's what most people do. But he goes, hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm fine, thanks. And instantly turned red in the face and sat down. And I was like, oh. And I looked at <laughs> At the the customer, and we had a moment, and we just all started smiling because I've never, and they never heard anyone say, "Hey, how you doing?" Oh, I'm fine, thanks, <laughs> and just like removed themselves from the group. I think that's funny as fuck, but it 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 makes me wonder, right? do white people just get nervous when they're around black people? Like, when white cops are harassing black people, right, are they just nervous? So they feel like, wait, I got to show them that I'm not nervous, but deep down inside, the side, they're, they are nervous. So... It's like if you move a certain way, it's like, oh, shit, they're going to hurt me because I'm nervous. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what it is that makes you all frightened or nervous, right, to be around us. But if you admit the problem, then we can, you know, work from there. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think all white people are... Fucked up. You know what I'm saying? The majority of you all are, are fucked up, but I don't think all of you all are fucked up. So if we can figure out what makes you guys nervous to be around us, then maybe, you know, we could turn some things around. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it's, it's quite obvious. Like, I've never even if you put me around a bunch of white people, I don't feel nervous. You understand what I'm saying? Like, and I'm one of those people. I, I love my people. So you put me around a bunch of black people. I'm not going to get nervous. I don't feel frightened, right? But it's almost like you can see, like, and, you know, and this is not saying people aren't brave or anything like that, or one race is, you know, uh, one 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 race doesn't get nervous because I'm sure people get nervous. I get nervous over other, but not to be around people. But I just really, I've seen it more than one time. It's like if they're around a bunch of black people, it could be black people that's clean cut, suit and tie. They still get nervous. Why is that? That that's a psychological thing, and I think if we can get to the bottom of that, we can begin to move forward. You know what I'm saying? Because there, they, it 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 was sad. like that was it was funny, but it was sad at the same time. Because I felt bad for the guy. I'm like, damn, you're that frightened, like you. And, and the and it was two black women. You see what I'm saying? It was like how like. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's just something to think about. But anyway, I want to talk about some different things today. I'm a sport enthusiast. And I got to say, I am so fucked. First of all, I'm a Chicago diehard fan of anything Chicago except for baseball. I fuck with the Yankees tough. I'm sorry. I know. Everybody cub this, cub that. Fuck the Cubs. Fuck the White Sox. I'm, I'm a Yankees man. I've been in love with the Yankees since I was in third grade. That was a long fucking time ago. It's just something about fucking winners, right? And everyone hates winners. But the Yankees, hands down, I don't give a fuck. That best fucking organization in baseball, world fucking class, that's my opinion and I'm sticking to it but I'm a Chicago Bulls fan, I'm a Bears fan and yes, I did happen to jump on the bandwagon when the Blackhawks was winning so I learned a little bit about hockey, right, but let's fast forward to now okay, the fucking Bears suck they let me down every season every season, right? And I'm not sure why people are getting excited behind them this year cuz I can guarantee you nothing is going to come from this year. There are several things in place where the Bears aren't never going to be a winning team, right? Right, they're a winning team right now. They're above 500. But I mean, we won't win another Super Bowl. I give it a good Eight years. Eight years, right, we'll probably win the Super Bowl. And that's only if they, like, shake up upper management because upper management sucks in Chicago as a whole. If you go to the Bulls, oh, my God, they just fired the fucking coach that they had. And I've been calling for that guy to get fucking fired because he sucks as a coach. He came from Iowa State. Like, who in the fuck? Nobody even... What? Have you ever heard anyone mention Iowa for anything other than fucking, what, corn or some shit? It's fucking Iowa. Like, what what the fuck? They got him. And they had him for a few years. Then they fired him in the, like, not middle of the season, but middle of the season. And... Okay, whoop the fucking do But that's not where the problem lies. Listen, the Bulls need to fire John Paxson because he's fucking horrible. Nobody wants to play for John Paxson, all right? Like, I get it. He was a, you know, clutch shooter when he was playing with Michael. Those first three championships, yes, he did play a part. You know what I mean? You're you're wide open. Shoot the fucking ball. It should go in because you're wide open and you're a professional NBA player. So that means you have some sort of skill. Okay? So let's not give him too much credit. But as a general manager, as a person in office, he's fucking horrible. Right? Not happy. I don't give Listen, there'll never be another Michael Jordan... But we don't come close to fucking anything, right? We got rid of Derrick Rose. We had Tom Thibodeau, right? Decent coach. At least if we had him, we would have been a 500 team, right? There would have been some hope there. But, no, they got rid of him. They keep getting these no-name fucking coaches that nobody wants to fucking play for. Why not go out for a Jason Kidd? He's fucking available. And listen, he was turning around the Milwaukee Bucks. Which brings me to my next point. It is certain teams in the NBA that are not never going to win shit. Milwaukee, nah, never going to win. Uh, Clippers, never going to win. Uh, Phoenix, never going to win. It's, it, it's just not going to happen. They all, they, they, those are the teams. There are more than them, but those are the teams. Hey, man, you guys are just an NBA team. You know, you make it to the playoffs. You're never going to win shit. But the Bulls were winners. They were winners. But we just got crappy because you want to know why? The owner of the Bulls, Reinsdorf, Jerry, whatever the fuck his name is, he doesn't give a fuck about the Bulls. He only cares about the, uh, Sox and uh, the Blackhawks. It goes Sox, Blackhawks, them Bulls. He can care less about the Bulls. He even said that when he had the greatest player in the fucking world on his team, and that's Michael Jordan. The reason why I brought up sports, right, because this shit's been on my mind. I think people are looking in too much to this whole What has Michael Jordan done for the black community thing, right? You have people that sit up and argue and say, Hey, Michael Jordan didn't say shit when he was supposed to say something because this and this, that, you know. But people were dying over his shoes, blah, blah, blah. He could have did something. He played in Chicago all those years and all this other shit. All right. Then they go on and talk about LeBron. They say LeBron got the school. LeBron be speaking up. He be wearing shirts and shit that, that see I can't breathe. And, you know, he speaks on you know, shit that's happening. And all that other shit, right? I want to say something, right? Do you understand the era that they are in? I'm not taking up for anybody. But we live in an era where social media, right? It, it it's here. People go to it on a regular basis. When Michael Jordan was playing, there was no fucking social media, right? And you got to understand in his era, he was the face of the NBA. It wasn't shared with nobody. Like, it wasn't, you wouldn't be like, oh, there's Michael, and then you got this guy, that guy. No, it was only Michael. Like, they had other good players, but Michael was the face of the NBA. Right? So, can you imagine at that point in time where there was no way that you could speak out, no way that you could be a a whistleblower or whatever the fuck, where you could point out like how people were fucked up behind closed doors unless you had like a private investigator and you leaked it to the newspaper because that's the the only way you was leaking some inf- form of information is shit. You would secretly wiretap somebody's phone or serially record a conversation. You had to go through all kinds of fucking hoops and then you leak it to a reporter. You You get what I'm saying? So all I'm saying is, with social media, that gives you more of a platform. So, yeah, LeBron can't voice his opinion and things like that because it's a different age, right? Michael couldn't do that. You, you, what you wanted him to do at that time, he was not able to do it. Let me ask you, I want to throw this out there. If Malcolm X and Martin Luther King were around now, do you think they would still be living? Or do you think they both would have got assassinated in this time and age? I think, and this is my personal opinion, I think they would still be a, they would still be alive. If they existed now, they would still be alive. Personally speaking. So think about that. You know what I mean? Why do we expect people, especially black people, that become successful? why do we expect them to do certain things, right? Is it because, like, oh, you know, we don't want you to feel good, right, especially if you're not doing for us kind of thing? You know what I'm saying? Because you you, name me an athlete, right, or an entertainer that has really done, like, what we expect them to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, we have these high expectations where it's like at a thousand, but they only do like mm, 800, you know what I'm saying? And then if they don't do a thousand, we're like, oh, I pity you. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what kind of moves Michael made behind closed doors in that era, because it was a different era. It's like, okay, let's be quiet about what we do because we don't want to fuck this up, we don't want to fuck that up, we don't want Michael Jordan just became a billionaire. I just want to throw that out there by the way. He just became a billionaire. So I'm not sure what everyone was expecting him to do. You know what I'm saying? If you have an agenda and I'm pretty sure he had an agenda. Where it's like, man, I want to get to this point. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. It's like even Jay Z. I read somewhere, I can't. I honestly can't remember, but I read somewhere that Jay Z was making, you know, silent donations to certain black organizations, being real low key, right? And it, it when it came out that he was doing that, right? He, I mean, he got upset because. He didn't. He he doesn't like for his his charitable charitable donations to be broadcasted like that, right? Because he's moving a certain way. Although Jay Z is independent, he does business with a lot of people that may not have the the same affiliation or you know the same sympathy that he has for the black community, right? So he has to do things low key, right? But since he doesn't advertise what he's doing, you know, you got some some you know, people that feel they represent the black community, they'll talk bad about him, right? They'll say he he sold out and things of that nature. What even gives you the right to say that? I've noticed you'll have people that talk, 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 talk about what another person should've did with their money, right? Or should've did with their fame. And those same people get in a position where they get just a a small portion of that and don't do none of that shit. Don't even come close to doing none of the shit that they expected somebody else to do. Excuse me, I'm to take a drink of water. But, um, they won't even come close to doing none of that. And it's kind of sad that we had that kind of mentality. And then, not only that, it's these people are just men and women. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, these people that we call celebrities, right, they, they breathe the same air we breathe. They take shits just like we take shits. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, why do people put all that expectation on them, put all that pressure on them, when they're just humans, you know what I'm saying? There's not one perfect human on this earth, you know? People have, they can have good tendencies and then not fall through, you know what I'm saying? Our people just can't really not give a shit, you know? Because that's, that's the way the world works. But we we don't know that. We we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. So we shouldn't assume things, Right. And we shouldn't put pressure on people to do that. No one owes you nothing. No one owes that community nothing, your your best friend nothing. That's like right now. If you're doing your thing, right, whatever it is you're doing, you become a CEO of a billion-dollar company, right, and you're from the south side of Chicago, right, oh, we should definitely – Shout you out and say, look, if this person can do it, if he or she can do it and they're from the south side of Chicago, I could do it. Right. Shit like that. But that person that makes it, they don't owe the south side of Chicago. They don't owe Chicago anything. You see what I'm saying? Like if they want to do something for their area. Right. If they want to do something for the city, that's fine. But then they could turn around and say, what did that city ever do for me? Or what did the people in my community do for me? You know what I'm saying? A motherfucker might have got bullied in his community, his or her community. You you think they're going to turn around and say, I want to do something for my community? They probably want to demolish that motherfucker. So you don't know a person's background. Everybody's not the same. But if somebody wants to do something positive, whether it be for a community that they grew up in, our community that they adopted. Let them do good. That's the bottom line, doing good. If if you're worth a billion dollars and you want to buy fucking uh 10 homeless people a sandwich that day, that's good. No one should say, "Well, hey, you got a billion dollars. You should try to feed the whole neighborhood." You know what I'm saying? Let's quit doing that. You know, let's just respect the good that people do. You know what I'm saying? Quit assuming or, or saying what people can do. You do your good and let them do their good, right? Live and let live. But uh, that was just something I was thinking about because I hear so much about, oh, Michael Jordan doing didn't do this. He invested in prisons. And by the way... They was, it's another Michael Jordan who happens to be white. And he was investing in prisons, but nobody really felt or cared to do the research. And so the rumor spread it around that Michael Jordan was investing in prisons. And let me ask you a question. What the fuck is the difference, right? Why, why would that be a bad thing for a black person to do? Like, I I don't understand some of this shit. Is it because it's him? Is it like, oh, that's Michael Jordan. You know, he shouldn't be investing in prisons. Man, is crime going to stop, right? Because he's like, I'm not going to invest in prisons? No. Everybody commits crime. White people commit crime. Black people commit crime. Brown people. Whatever the fuck color you are, there are criminals, in that ethnic group, right? So I don't see why, if that was the case, he did do that, right? It's like, oh, okay, nah, we can't take part in that, but this is what Martin Luther King wanted, though. He wanted to end segregation. So with that process being, that whole thing being ended, right, that means different business opportunities come up. So why can't a black man on the prison? What the fuck? I mean, we just supposed to leave it to the white people, huh? All right, yeah, that makes hella sense. And that's part of the problem in our community. We got people that went down, that died to end segregation. And check it out, right? Black people don't want to be on the police force, right? Because it's fuck the police. It's not enough black firefighters, not enough black police officers, FBI agents, CIA. Like what the fuck? Why why haven't we won for these kind of things? You know, if you, if you're Irish, like if you're if your last name is like McGinney or some shit, I don't know. They they would think like you're a police officer, you know what I'm saying? Like, there, there's somebody in a police station named O'Reilly across the United States right now. There's an O'Reilly in every fucking police station in America. Why is that? You know what I'm saying? Uh, listen, we have an opportunity to do anything, right? When Barack Obama won um, his first term, I was like, you know what would be dope? if on the Democrat and Republican side, we just flooded the nominations, right? You know, like how the white people always flooded. There's always white people running for president, right? When Barack Obama won, that's what we should have did. I'm not talking about, like, crazy black people. Like, the Republicans had a couple of people that were black that had some really crazy ideas, and really nobody could get behind that. But can you imagine... If the process was different where it was like, damn, it's four black people that's Republican that's running for president. And they, you know what I'm saying? And it's like four black people that's Democrat running for president, you know? So you get to choose from more than one, right? And that kind of evens the playing field because there's always going to be white people running for president. Always going to be white people running for president. So now that we see that we can do it, it should be more black people running for president. That's only fair, right? But we have opportunities to do or be whatever we want to be because people fought for segregation to the end. And we try to, we stay limited, right? I'm telling you, man, we could be in control of a lot more shit right I'm not I was segregation I think I think there's limits right there's no way that if you're in a black neighborhood that there are more white people on the police force than there is black people it should be the total opposite you get what I'm saying because like I said earlier white people they just have something in them that frightens them when they see black people. Right? Now can you imagine here in Chicago uh, where the white police kill innocent well, you know what? Let's not even say innocent, but kill unarmed black young men, right? Some women also, um, I think the situations would be different. You see what I'm saying? Instead of, in a situation where you don't need to reach for your gun, and it seems that all white cops are always reaching for their gun. I have personally, I was 15, I'm going to tell you this story. I was 15 and it was at least six of us and we was, you know, we was young and rebellious and we happened to be in a a high drug area, right? and we weren't up to no good, right? But none of us had weapons. You know, we just went to the liquor store. We paid the clucker to give us our know, Hennessy and shit, you know. And, hey, we was living life, right? We cut through um, the car wash. And it was about seven undercover cars pull up. I'm talking about this one dude. He hop out. The car wasn't even at a standstill. He hop out with his gun, put that shit dead in my face, and say, hey, where the fuck you going? (laughs) Like, what is that? And I'm 15. So at an early age, I have learned to really not like the police, right? They got us all hemmed up talking big, crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? And we just looking around like, you know, what the fuck's going to happen? You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, I hope ain't nobody got no dope or nothing on them because that's the last thing we, we need. You know what I'm saying? Because if one person got it, we all going down. You know what I'm saying? But it was just, you know, it was one of the moments. You know what I'm saying? And that's the Chicago PD for you. They really don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? But I, a bunch of black cops, you know, Ain't gonna see a bunch of teenagers, like oh, let me go make sure they're not selling drugs. You know what I'm saying? They think I'm like, they probably cut school, and they probably got some liquor on them. You know what I'm saying? Let's go, let's let's go see what's going on. We don't need to hop out and put guns in their face, right? But I'm just saying, it, it would probably be different. You'll never see a predominantly black police station in a predominantly white neighborhood, will you? You definitely won't. So it's I don't know. Now is is the segregation still exists? Because how come you won't see a predominantly black police station in a predominantly black white neighborhood? They won't go for that. They 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 won't go for that shit. So I don't know, man. These are just some thoughts, man. And I don't. I just really want people to be aware of what you say and what your expectations are. Your own people. You know what I'm saying? Some people, you know how long it took for me to learn how to love my people? Because for a long time I had that same mentality where oh these niggas ain't on my level, I'm out here, I'm getting this, I'm doing that, I'm doing that. You know what I'm saying? My head was on a swivel. And I, for a minute, I didn't trust my own people because I was living a certain way, right? So it took me a while to learn. Like these are my people. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't want. I think it happened when I had my first child. You know what I'm saying? And then when I had my son, it was over with because I didn't want nobody telling my son if he make it past 25. You know, he beat the statistic. You know what I'm saying? that That shit will fuck your head up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when I turned twenty five, I made sure I stayed in the house like that whole day, and I was damn near in tears because I was like, man, there's a lot of people that I know personally that didn't make it to see twenty five so for me to make it to C twenty five, being in this city, I, I I was crying, you know what I mean, because it you know it just made me think, and then I'm like, man, I don't never want to have that conversation with my son. So it took me a minute to get to where I'm at, you know, and it'll take us all some time because we all done been through things, right? But it starts with yourself. It starts with loving yourself first, and then you're able to love somebody else, right? I'm not saying go to the nearest corner and go tell the you know the the the, the grimiest looking dude that you love him. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying each one teach one. And this is what my show is about. I want to talk about what, you know, we all may think. You know what I'm saying? And I know a lot of people might not agree with everything I say. But, you know, at least it sparks the the conversation. You know what I mean? So let's try to look at things a little differently and quit putting so much pressure on people. Like people... Grow at their own pace. That is so important. You know what I'm saying? Let people grow at their own pace. You know? You can't lead. You know? You can't lead by doing things for people or rushing people. You give them the best advice that you can give them. I had an uncle, God bless the dead. He told me. He said, "If I can't help you, I'm not gonna hurt you." So sometimes you gotta leave people alone because sometimes the advice you might be giving them might be hurting them. Sometimes they gotta figure it out. You know what I'm saying? But give people the chance to grow. Show people that you that are close to you. Man, I can't stress this enough. Love on them. Let them know you love them. You know, if if this being your best friend, right? he or she been your best friend for years, been through thick and thin, everything, you let them know you love them, man. You know what I mean? Start, don't just say things when something happens to somebody. Show these people that you see every day that are in your circle that you love them. You know? It's, anything can happen. But it starts with yourself, and then you know it spreads out. So try that, you know. Let's try that. Let's try to come together and and make things happen in a different way. Oh yeah, I want to throw this out there. Give me some feedback, right? So I'm in the market for a three flat, okay and I'm going to I'm going to turn it into a investment property of course but I want to do something different I want to try to help the people that move in to my building right hey real estate is where it's at people will always need a place to live okay but anyway I want to do something where I'm helping the people that live in my building, built their credit, you know, so that they can go on and buy them a piece of property. Right? You know what I mean? So get, send me some ideas, man. You can hit me up at my Twitter at Donny's Thoughts. All one word, Donnie's Thoughts. Feel free to, you know, hit that button and become a part of my growing Twitter community which it is not growing at all at the moment. So I I need you all to come and hit that button so we can grow, so we can flourish. But hit me up on Twitter at Donnie's Thoughts, or you can hit me up at my Gmail, which is csbcorp926 at Gmail. That's csbcorp926 at Gmail. Hit me up with some cool ideas for my tenants as far as helping them build their credit. Because like I say, uh, reach one, teach one, you know? So I get a building who lives in my building. Hey man, I don't want you living there forever. I I wanna get new tenants, right? And I don't want you going, you know, living in somebody else's building forever. Let's get you your own building and let's just keep the process going. So hit me up if you got any ideas and uh, hey, you know who I say you guys should check out musically, if uh, hip-hop right now? Uh, Troy Ave. You definitely want to check out Troy Ave. Uh, man, that dude is very underrated. Uh, I, I what, what I really like about him, his lyrics are decent. You know what I mean? I give him like a 7, you know? Nothing crazy, right? But his ambition, his ambition is a 10. And I like, I admire that, but check him out, man. He's a, he, he's a good dude going through some legal things right now, but I like Troy Av, and I, I think you guys will like him too. Um, also Buju Bonton is getting released sometime this month. So before the new year, he'll be a free man. Uh, that's a plus. I need to get my good reggae. You understand? Um, He is going to, you know, blow up the scene. I'm quite sure he's anxious to be home, so shout out to him. But, uh, yeah, definitely check out Troy Ave. And once again, uh, I know this was a little different because I was talking about sports. I'm very into sports, but understand it all tied into something. I'm pretty sure it didn't go over your head because by now this is my 14th episode. You understand how my mind works. Some call it ADHD, <laughs> but you do understand how my mind works. I am all over the place, and I do try to bring it back to one thing. But I thank you guys, and I hope I sparked some awareness on some form or level. You know what I mean? And by the way, I do want to say this. Before I go, things that I talk about, all right? they really do come from within, you know? If I see something throughout the day that, you know, does something to my spirit, you know, makes me feel some kind of way, I'ma talk about it, right? And have I done, like, super research on shit? Like, how a lot of these people claim they do? I don't just Google shit. A lot of this shit comes from my thought process. Right, A lot of it does. You know what I mean? And when you feel like you write, nine times out of ten you write. So anything that I'm talking, you can look up and listen. You'll see that it's, it's been in the world and I just connected to it. You know what I'm saying? But you don't need to always, you know, Google shit. You are Google. Believe in yourself. You know what I'm saying? If something makes you think, you know, your brain is going to try to process whatever you just saw or whatever you just heard and try to make sense of it. Most people's brains work that way. So just remember, man, you are you are the source at most times. You know what I mean? But uh shout out to everyone again for tuning in. I want to thank you. And uh, like I always say in closing, in order for your light to shine, you have to be in the dark. All right? Stay dangerous.